Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Right, before we dive into this week's episode, we want to remind you about the Merlin Annual Huge Year of Epic offer, which is on right now, actually. We're taking full advantage of it today, actually, Jack, aren't we? That's right, we're a Legoland today, and you have until the 22nd of May to get the great discounts on the various annual passes, which all start from just £69. Honestly, this is an amazing way. As a man that loves saving money, as a dad that loves saving money, this is awesome, right? You can save up to £60 and it's well worth it, like for summer days out with the kids. Because you can go as many times as you want. It's like the pass is unlimited, right? Uh, We've had an absolute blast with the kids at Legoland. And um, look, that Merlin Pass is also able to be used in so many other locations as well. And we can come back to Legoland whenever we want. They got Chessington, Alton Towers, Lego Discovery Center, Bear Grylls, there's so much and I'm going to make full advantage of this pass and go to every single one over the next 12 months. <laughs> yeah, the great thing I like about it is it's almost like it's going to inspire you to do things because it's like, well, I've paid for this now, so I'm going to go to all these places. You seek them out, you have amazing family days and you'll... It's not cost, you paid for it. Like, you just walk through the door. Like, it's amazing. Look, That's it. Um, I mean, we've, we've all got to, like... We've got to do things with the kids, don't we? Otherwise, we are all going to go mad. <laughs> and so literally, just walk up to the door, flash your uh, pass, and, and you're in. It's that, like, no messing about. You feel like a proper VIP, don't you? That's yeah, right. I think you'll find I'm an annual holder. <laughs> and actually, you can see people. I'm on, I'm on full watch today, Jack. I've seen people walking around with their lanyards on, flashing their platinum passes. Look, grab yourself a Merlin annual pass. It's the year of Epic. Huge savings get involved. A Dadsnet original podcast. I'm Al, that's JK, and this is the Don't Tell Your Mum podcast. Coming up on this episode, this week's episode? Yeah, that's fine. On this week's episode, <laughs> uh, we've got another confession. This time, JK is taking uh, the balls by the horn, and he will be sharing yeah. it, which is exciting. Uh, we've got some more unpopular parenting opinions, and one hell of a review that I'm about to l- kick off with. Oh, not the one that we did. Oh, yes! No, no, st- you, you've blatantly, either you've written that in under a... A different name, <laughs> or, under Sarah from Basingstoke, or a family member has, <laughs> or one of your best mates no, from football has. Absolutely not. All that and more coming up on this week's episode of the Don't Tell Your Mum podcast. First of all, can I apologise if you can smell diesel? I've, I've, I filled up. So on the on the way to our office here, the studio that we uh, we record this in, I realised there's a Tesco nearby, and yeah. the fuel's really cheap there. And also, we're 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 based in Seven Oaks. 
Wasn't that once like the most expensive place to live in the UK or something at yes. some point? I mean, what? why is the petrol cheaper and the most expensive place to live in the UK? Because they're spending all their money on houses. <laughs> <laughs> but I got to that thing where someone had obviously beforehand, a diesel was everywhere and I, I stink a diesel. And I said to the lady behind the counter... Let me smell your fingers. <laughs> smell my fingers. Hang on, what? It's... There you go. Let's smell that. Oh, I, I, I love it. Petrol, yes. Diesel, no. Yeah. Well, mind you, if, if you asked me to smell your fingers usually, I would be worried about what I'd be smelling. Which finger would you go for? <laughs> Pinky. <laughs> <laughs> but that, I love the smell of diesel. No. it's di- And then, love. anyway, the lady said, oh, I've got some hand sanitizer. So, just for future reference, hand sanitizer and diesel mixed together, it ain't a good mix. I'm surprised it's not like, it's one of those things, you know, with um, household goods, you can yeah. mix them together and it makes a fire. Yeah. I, was, I'm, I would have thought hand sanitizer and diesel <laughs> are those two things. <laughs> well, quick, quick. My hands are on fire. <laughs> ah, ah. Yeah, so it stinks. My, um, my dad used to paint the fence our front fence with creosote right, once kid. a year. <laughs> what? what, what? <laughs> right, karate. Have you seen the karate kid? Oh, yeah, one. yeah, yeah. Paint defense. Yeah, paint defense. Yeah. Well, he used to do that. He was shit at karate, though. <laughs> <laughs> I think. <laughs> Unless he's kept it a secret. But um, but that smell of creosote once a year was magical. And, and I, that, the diesel smell is similar. I love it. It's still petrol and grass for me. That is the mm. greatest smell. That, that reminds well, you me. prefer petrol to diesel? Yeah, but much prefer petrol to diesel. Mm. I remember when my granddad used to get the mower out and yeah. like, he'd, <laughs> he'd put petrol in the mower <laughs> and then mow the grass. Yeah. Two in one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amazing. Well, yeah, but you obviously know that petrol mower. You've got a petrol mower, haven't you? No, I don't. I'm, I'm on the works oh, landroid thing. So am I, actually. So I don't yeah, even know all electric. Yeah. Because apparently, standing behind a, law, a petrol lawnmower, there's more, uh, there's more, f- like, uh, toxic fumes or bad fumes coming out of a lawnmower that cuts the lawn for half an hour than there is driving 60 miles in a car. Are you kidding me? Apparently. Oh, man. That's a good job on electric then. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, okay, let me do this review because this is, this is a good Here one. we go. Now, firstly, if you want to submit a review, you can do that. Uh, you can send it to us, dad at dadsnet.com on email or on social media at the dadsnet or at JK Jason King. Send us a DM. Always love hearing. Or review on Apple or Spotify or Audible or wherever you usually listen to podcasts. It's funny, this... how you, it's funny how you know how to do all the review stuff, isn't it? Funny that. Funny, yeah. <laughs> this is a great review. Al is fantastic to listen to. Shut up. <laughs> what a team. Love that even as a mum of four, age seven and under. It's a mum. <laughs> I can listen and find this podcast just as hilarious as any dad. This is the best bit. Al's voice... And laugh really is such a brightening sound. <laughs> I love the way at that, at that point you even put on your telephone voice. I did. Yeah, I mean that's. I'm, I'm going to get that tattooed or like framed because that is the best quote about me. Uh, there's a lot of quotes about me, but that's the best one I've ever heard. I'm going to read it again. Al's voice and laugh really is such a brightening sound. I, said, well, I read this to Jen. <laughs> Do you know what she did? No. She just walked out. <laughs> she didn't even say anything. I mean, what, what, I felt like she, what I felt like she was saying in her head was, well, you don't f***ing live with him. <laughs> That's what I thought. So, Sarah from Basingstoke, I think that if um, you were up for a swap, I think Jen would be keen. 
and you can have my brightening sound voice uh, every day of the week. Um, and then oh. she goes on, I remember JK from the radio when he was first driving, when, when I was, when he was first driving, <laughs> when I was first driving about in my car. Thanks for sharing all the wisdom and humour. Look forward to many more Sarah from Basing stuff. Sarah, is that all I got? Was that it? I remember JK from the radio <laughs> and I remember driving around and he was on. Is that all I get? Hey I, mean, hey, I mean, look, we can't all have brightening voices. <laughs> I love that. I love that. So if you've got a review, something to say about me or JK. Well, feel free to do a, um, a review if you like. If you like Al's laugh and his telephone voice, um, then yeah, just like mm. all the stuff that you said before, just review it. Maybe you were, you were invited to Cameo recently, weren't you? Yes, I was. Maybe I should think about signing <laughs> up to Cameo. Sarah from Basingstoke, how much would you pay for a personalised message? No, no, we are never, people will never pay for a personalised message as long as I'm involved with this podcast. Really? No, you, you can't pay we, for stuff like that. We could do no. duos. No. We could do like a double team absolutely not no no uh, look i understand if you're i don't know i was trying to think of an actor from the bill but i can't think of one. <laughs> <laughs> oh no that was look, casualty or casualty or neighbors then fine yeah i get mm, that yeah D- dr carl or what was his name dr carl kennedy yeah him i get that mm. but not jk and al from the don't tell you my podcast it's not happening Okay, mate. It's not I'd never say never, but whatever. No. Right, I've got another story I wanted to just share because um, last week we were obviously talking about um, days out with the kids. Yeah. Uh, we were, we recorded from the top of the London Eye uh, because uh, Merlin have got Merlin annual passes have got a great big offer on called the Year of Epic, so you can get some discount on your Merlin annual passes. I think right now I think it's still like the mid or end of May. Um, double check last week's episode. But talking about days out. Over Easter, we went on to a safari. Right. And I just wanted to tell you how good it was. Okay. Okay. And there's a couple of reasons why. Is this the safari that I think you're talking about? The one that we both know of? Yeah. And and there was this, there's part of it. So what you do is you drive around and obviously you go through different sections where there's different animals. But then there's this one bit with the monkeys. Yep. Right. And it's all kind of fenced off and cornered off. And there's a big sign saying monkeys will destroy your car, will damage your car. Yeah, they will. Right. Brilliant, firstly, that they say you will. Not like it yeah. damage. They say it will. Well, there's a reason that you can go another way, yeah. which goes... You away from it. the monkeys exactly exactly we were like hell no We've, we're, we're going through the monkeys and we were going through there and it's really cool because the monkeys just come and jump on your car and they'll sit on your wing mirror and they'll you can drive a little bit and they're they sat- like getting the bugs as well yeah and they're right there they're right there so yeah. you can get loads of photos ted was he loved it but two things happened that just made it incredibly worthwhile the monkey didn't get a hard on did he better than that <laughs> On the car next to us, the monkey got a hard-on and he grabbed the nearest monkey and started humping on the roof of this car right next to us. And we didn't notice until Ted started going, they're humping, they're humping. (laughs) How does he know about humping? Because the dogs. All right. (laughs) But what the monkeys do is they, um, if you can imagine a monkey on all fours... (laughs) Just bear with me. The the, the, the monkey, the, yeah, the monkey that's then standing behind the monkey on all fours, puts his sort of legs like gripped around the other person's, the other the other, person's, the other monkey's calves, and right. then holds it like probably locked in. Yeah. and then he was just going for it like this. It was the funniest thing. But what was made it even more priceless was that the people in the car had no idea. <laughs> 
Which they couldn't see because it was on the roof. No sunroof. So we're like laughing like this and they're going, what? What is it? And then we're in the car going, they're humping. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> and, they, and they just think you're weirdos. Yeah, going, like, okay, well, this is weird. Quick, drive on, drive on. Let's get out of here, please. Oops. It's not the monkeys you have to worry about. It's the people in the, yeah, in exactly. the car. So that was the first part. The second bit was we, there was a car in front and there was a monkey on the back and it, we could sort of, sort of fiddling with something. You know, the brake light at the back. Oh. We were like, oh, he's going for the brake light. So got our phones out. We we're videoing it. And this monkey, I like if you if you needed to strip a car, right? Just drive it in there. Yeah. They they made light work of it. So undid the things, but bit through, and then they bit through the wires. So there's basically this this brake light was hanging off. Now I thought, yeah, they're gonna, you know, if the old aerials, they might hold that, they might snap it off, whatever. Yeah. I get it because that's easy. Or a wing mirror, they might like bounce on the wing mirror yeah. and break it off. I get it, like the bits that of a car that are hanging off. This was like screwed in. Yeah. And they, they, he got it off in seconds. Did he whip out his, um, his screwdriver? I, he could well have done. You know what my theory is about monkeys in safari parks? Mm. So they're doing that because somewhere in the back of the enclosure, which we can't see, they've got all the parts ready to go to build their own car. And they're all going to escape. <laughs> like chicken run. <laughs> That's what's Building happening. a plane. Yeah. They're literally, they're, they're, they're getting ready Amazing. for the big escape. Yeah. And they're going to go, see ya, freedom! Yeah. Well, now and they've got the brake light. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That, that, that might be the last piece of the yeah, jigsaw. Yeah, and it's, it was just it was just such a good experience. Like we were filming it, and then I said to Jen, "Imagine if someone is filming us, like we're filming their car getting destroyed, and someone behind us is filming our car getting." This is monkey porn. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it was fine. Our car was absolutely fine. Um, and then as you're driving out, there's a lady or a man, but it was a lady in this instance, ho- ho- <laughs> holding a very <laughs> just PC. Pretty, pretty I mean, great. he didn't need to do that because it was it was a woman. <laughs> I'm just covering all bases. Actually, she might have been a woman. She might have identified as anything uh, else. Yeah. Who knows? Um, but the very technical piece of equipment. As you as they, you drive out to check there's no monkeys on your car, she's got a great big pole. And it's like this bendy. It's like an old bit of, um, you know, like roadway maintenance, like blue tubing. Yeah. Like bend. It's huge. And basically, she just kind of gently whacks any monkeys that are trying to hang on and escape. <laughs> just like clears them off and then they kind of I guess they cottoned on so they see it and they're like oh shit and they jump off and they go we don't want to be whacked with a blue tube yeah exactly it was really good it was really good driving through that monkey thing we probably did it in 20 minutes you see the the old me would have gone through the enclosure mm. the, the 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 new me the mm. current me nah I won't go through an enclosure yeah. no no I don't want that and also can I just point out like brake lights and, and lights in general now and wind mirrors you remember when they used to be like 50 quid yeah they're, they're now like 400 or 500 yeah. quid yeah it is expensive I can't do that and in the insurance form as well what happened <laughs> well a baboon yeah well after the monkeys were humping he then took my brake lights <laughs> excuse me sir I think this is a hoax <laughs> No, no, really. <laughs> Wouldn't it be funny though if like one baboon came out and like his his Ford overalls? <laughs> out you come. He's got yeah. his cap on. Yeah, like grease on his arm, his hat. <laughs> Sorfiga ready to go. <laughs> that's a good good image. Oh, that's the way. It was really good. So you know, if you if you can, I would recommend that as a day out. Um, but also just check out the Merlin Annual Pass as well because you can save up to sixty quid on some of those. And we've we've actually been using them over the holidays as well, and they were really worthwhile if you get if you can go to a few places you get your money back well quick after we recorded last week's podcast live from the london eye mm. we about two days later i took the kids so um we did that we did the river cruise as well oh yeah that's which included, isn't it? is brilliant i always forget on the london river cruise if you've never done this the london eye river cruise you go past um hms belfast mm. the huge warship yeah. which you can actually go on as well yeah 
you go through Tower Bridge. Yeah. I mean, it's London's amazing. It's really good. It is, it is worthwhile. I've done that. It's a great trip. A long time ago with Isla, actually. Yeah. And I think Ted was there. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, we've gone on long enough. Let's do a confession. So welcome to the confession. Um, there's no name on this one, just so you know. Okay. This is a dad seeking forgiveness from myself and Al and also you listening right now. Um, it starts with dear JK and Al and then this guy says, this is a short but sad confession. <laughs> That's how it starts. Best ones. Guys, I've been doing this for a couple of months now and it may come across as a bit needy, but after all, I'm a dad that also has feelings. So sometimes I screw the lids on my kids' water bottles extra tight just to feel wanted. <laughs> oh, no, no. And it, it continues. I've also started doing the same on various jars in the fridge now, so my wife will ask me too. Any connection is a bonus in our very happy but hectic house from an anonymous needy daddy. <laughs> wow. That's quality. That is quality. I like that. It reminds me of a story when I was um, sort of in my gap year. Gap year? We you were in a gap year? Gap year. Gap year. And we were sat around a table all having dinner, like a bit like there was quite a lot of us, but there was an old, it was an elderly lady who was doing dinner for us, who funny enough lives opposite me now. That's weird. <laughs> right, right. But, um, and there was a jar of, I think it was, I think it was a roast actually. I think it was like mint sauce or something. It was a jar on there. And, um, no, and one one person tried to undo the lid, couldn't do it. So it all basically went around the table for us all to try and undo this lid. And we were giving it some. We were like t-shirts up, like like really giving it some. Could not budget. The old lady, and she must have been about seventy five back then. She picked it up, undid it. What was the, what was the knack? What I think it was just raw old lady strength. <laughs> Is there such a thing? <laughs> she just and we were just like, oh crap. <laughs> we we must have weakened it. <laughs> I was at a house party once and trying to open uh, a jar of whatever it was cost us 600 quid. Mm. And it's because of the wow. old hack. So what, you know, you put the jar in the door. Have you done that? Yeah. So you've got to kind of ang- angle it so it doesn't spill the stuff yeah. out. So you open the door as wide as you can. Then you put the jar in the doorway, close the door where the hinges, and oh. then you turn it and do it that way. Well, we did this, and the door must have been rotten or something like just that. We closed it, and the door just literally fell off the hinges. Wow. Yeah. So there's, that's a lesson for you. But that works. That that thing really works. It does work. And the towel. The towel usually yeah. works. You, there used to be, in the, like, this is kind of like 80s housewife gadgetry, but my mum used to have, like, a little piece of what now I suppose must have been silicon. It was rubber. And the, the reason she had it was to open jars. Oh, there it is. Like, that the was hands, it. The, it's, it's a hands-free jar opener. Yeah. So it's a grip-on thing. Yeah. Well, this oh, just like gives you more grip. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. Did Two jar opening lid grippers. There they are. Yeah, there you go. Lakeland. Yeah. It's always Lakeland. That's exactly it. Is that it? Yeah. It's just a bit of rubber. That's the way. But it's like Because I suppose we don't have many jars now for things, but they used to have... Everything was in jars, wasn't it? Nothing better when you open a jar and that pop goes up. Yeah. Oh, I love that. The... um. The other thing about this is this guy, he's tightening them specifically to feel needed. Whereas in my house, nobody <laughs> puts lids on things properly. Ooh. They sometimes, in fact, I, I kid you not, this morning, I got the, get the marmalade out of the fridge. I lifted it up from the lid, bottom fell out oh. because the lid wasn't screwed back on. Who are you blaming for this? Um, they are unnamed. Unnamed. Would it be an adult or would it be a child? Mm, it could be a... 
An adult. It's either a child entering adulthood. <laughs> <laughs> it's Louis then, yeah. Or an adult. <laughs> it's <laughs> Louis and Jen. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's not me, and Ted doesn't use jars. So, so it's Louis or Jen. It must be Louis or Jen. <laughs> um, but so just to, just to spite them, I will tie, I'll put the lids back on as tight as I possibly can. <laughs> Here's a, okay, here's another jar question. I never thought we'd get this much content, content out of jars. Out of jars. Um, so we've opened the jar and the content has flown out. Oh, so w- what would you prefer to drop out the top shelf of a fridge? A jar of jam or a jar of pickled eggs? Well, the, probably the jam on the basis that it just wouldn't f- go as far. But the it's... stickiness will be there forever. Whereas <laughs> vinegar won't stick. And it, when you clean with vinegar... The floor will be spotless. Yeah, yeah, true. You have to find that you'll find pickled eggs yeah. for the next 10 years under the fridge because you never move it. Along with I, I alphabet ne- letters that have fallen off the fridge <laughs> magnets. I would never have a pick- pickled egg. I'd have a pickled onion. That's a pickled, did I say pickled egg? Mm. I meant onions. Oh, yeah, I'd have pickled onion. The little silver skin ones. Yeah. I love a pickled egg. Good. Oh. Well, does, how, how close does Charlie get to you after you've had a couple of them? <clears throat> we'll both have them together so we can still oh, get close. See, that's, a, that's an advantage. You've got to be on an even par. Yeah. Because I, I reckon Jen's <coughs> five metres away from me. Does she not eat pickled eggs? No. Okay. Let's just quickly do the forgiveness. I forgive. Do you forgive? I think it's quite a nice Yeah, I thing. think that's sweet. You know, need- <laughs> I mean, I think it's some deep-rooted issues. Maybe I didn't like some of this, but, well, go, but, but he did But he did put at the end of our happy, hectic house. Yeah. So because it's obviously hectic, they're obviously, you know, he's he's being missed sometimes. Yeah. So I think it's nice. I think it comes from a nice place. And I like the way that he said was he was the anonymous needy dad. Yeah. He's, he's openly admitted it. I wonder if there are other ways. Oh, he's forgiven, yeah, definitely. I wonder if there are, are there other ways that dads will uh, like create... Create neediness. Neediness or create the feeling of being needed. But how, how would you do that? You could flatten the tires of your wife's car so that um, you have to blow them back up again. <laughs> yeah, you could dangerous that one. <laughs> siphon out the petrol of the car just so that you have to go and save her when she runs out of petrol. I think it's things like never, pro- never properly explaining the inputs on your TV. God, <laughs> <laughs> it's Sky HDMI one or six. Yeah, yeah. And how do you get them? Oh, there's a button on there somewhere. I'll, d- I'll do it for <laughs> I'll you. Do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> Because <laughs> things like that, like that, just I don't know if it's in your house the same, but Jen just doesn't have like a grasp of it. Yeah. So I, I'm the one that has to. Do it. Yeah. When you, yeah. When you um, what's oh, when there's an update on the computer? Yeah. It's saying it needs updating or something. Well, literally, all you got to do is go to software and update preferences, but you never tell them that. Yeah. Yet. Just leave it. I'll do yeah. it. I'll do it. Don't worry. I'll take this off your plate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> leave, leave it with yeah, me. Yeah. There's quite a lot of ways that actually we could probably become less needed um let's let's move on we've got some unpopular parenting opinions coming up next and there's no tech today so i might do three and because there's three good ones hi i'm jim from loose dads another one of the great podcasts from dad's net and if you've never listened to it this is what it sounds like me and my wife have the same first initial and surname it's really irritating when a letter just comes in for Jake Olsen. It's like, well... <laughs> Jim, you got nervous when you had to book a smear test. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? There's been some sort of mistake here. But I went through with it because I got the letter and I'd opened the letter. You know, and it's illegal to open someone else's letter, so I had to follow it through. <laughs> so, after you finish listening to this podcast... Search for Loose Dads wherever you get your podcasts from normally and have a listen to us.
Unpopular parenting opinions. What are you laughing at? <laughs> it's just funny because I just think it's it's why did we create something that's quite hard to say? <laughs> <laughs> I've had this discussion with you numerous times. Our popular parenting opinions. It's good. These are some good ones today. I think there's some discussion around them. Okay, let's go. The first one is very topical. What with the hike in petrol and diesel prices, smell my especially hands. when you get it on your fingers. Yeah, you have to say smell my fingers. Smell my fingers. Yeah, it's much more no um, ar- mildly arousing. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, this is from Alex. He says owning a big, fast four by four car isn't cool. You almost certainly don't need it, and you're just watching your kid's future literally go up in smoke. Being someone that previously had uh, a 4x4, it wasn't fast, it was just a 3-litre diesel. And having gotten rid of that, how long ago now? It wasn't so long ago. Within the year. Yeah, within the year, which was a blessing. Because yeah. who would have thought that petrol prices and would have gone up? So I worked it out, right? So it was a 90-litre tank. So to fill that thing up now, it would have cost me about 170 quid. Oh, my God. So fortunately, I've changed now to a, a more... Um, oh, man, God. <laughs> A more old man's car because I have a Volvo, uh, which has a smaller tank, but equally does more miles. Yeah, and it's more fuel efficient. It's more economical. It's more yeah. yeah so thank God I did that. And did did I need a four by four while I'm driving? Yes, it's a Volvo Estate. All right, for those of you that are asking. But look, it's a bit of a myth, isn't it? That parents, when you've got kids, you need a big car. Like you don't need a big car. You need a car that is bigger than a. Fiat 500, yes. And a safe car. Yeah, a safe that's a, car. And again, that's another reason why a yeah, lot but, of people have 4 by 4 Well, yeah, but they all have to pass the same safety test. They do. And also, I think a lot of the argument against that would be if you were hit by a 4 by 4 well, yeah, you know, it's a big car. If we all just had smaller cars that were all safe, the roads would be generally safer. I've got to fit a dog in there. It's right for you. You've got sausage dogs, which you can literally put in your center console yeah true true it's like in the glove part glove yeah box. but to be but okay so my my theory around this is right there's there's obviously different categories of cars like suvs i think are about as big as any family would need to go short of needing seven seats yeah right? okay but you can get an suv which has seven seats uh, well, like exactly. the nissan x-trail yeah, or, yeah. Or, or you can get um you know like a the touran with seven seats yeah. and things like this so there are, there are loads of options you don't need that big 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 great big four by four thing i think it's it's like i I don't ever see the need for big four by four discoveries right you know those kinds of things unless you are you've got a small penis (laughs) and living on a farm (laughs) i'm sorry i was gonna say living on a farm (laughs) yeah i used to have a range rover and i can verify that that is true yeah yeah (laughs) farm and penis But do you know what I mean? Like, it's just, you know, the Chelsea tractor, that whole yeah. thing. I just don't see the need. And people, I think, making excuses. But the, the, this, I think this guy is absolutely spot on. You are you are watching your children's future go up in smoke. What, okay, what about you can now, obviously, like Range Rover are bringing out an electric 4x4? Uh, look, I'm, I'm torn with the electric movement. I think that it is a drop in the ocean to the global issue of greenhouse gases and, you know, pollution. Yeah. I think it's a drop in the ocean in all honesty. I also think it really, it just bats, it presents different problems. Like disposing of batteries is one of the, it's the hardest thing to dispose of. They're just there forever. So that's like, that's not great. But also the power you need to charge you're just batting it down the road. Yeah, okay. You know, the the factories that are creating your electricity 
at the volume that we need it to power all these cars is producing huge amounts of pollution. Yeah. You're better off just having a petrol car, small, fuel-efficient petrol car. Um, I also think that the the problem with electric cars is that it just it's fine in in the southeast where everyone's got a driveway and whatever else. But we haven't got a driveway. Well, how, how are you going to charge it? Well, that's that's well. Got, how you, often do you park outside your house? Never. There you go. Hardly ever because you can't get a space. So it's 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 just not really feasible for the the majority of the driving population. Yeah. We won't be able to get an electric car because of that. We won't. It mm. just, yeah, okay, fine. You can put over those black and white safety little raised things. What, what are they called? Barriers? What uh, would you yeah. call them? It, uh, tiles? Oh, I don't know. So people don't trip over it. Yeah, well, the chances are in the day I could probably get a space to do that. Yeah. But then, mind you, there, there is three charging points at the top of our road. Yeah, so this is the thing, right? I, I do know someone who got a Tesla and he doesn't have his own electricity at his house, but he works next door to Blue Water in yeah. Kent and there's a there's like there's loads there. 50 high-speed power yeah. banks. So when he works, he just parks there, goes to work, walks over the road and then walks back and picks yeah. his car up. Yeah. Not everyone can do that. Yeah. So he's obviously in a fortunate position. Um so 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 for example, so, so I just think it's limited. I think it's it's not it's backing the problem down. It's creating more problems. Yeah. And I just don't think it's accessible for the mass market. So the hybrid is the Currently. way forward then. I think a hybrid is a good good I, I think a hybrid is a really good compromise. But a hybrid has got to have a decent mileage on it because the hybrids like we looked at the Mitsubishi yeah. PHV or whatever it's called. Oh yeah, the Fev. We test drove that. Yeah, which is which was lovely, but yeah. then it was like you can 25 miles. 25 miles on yeah. a charge. It's like yeah. nah. It, I guess I guess that comes into its own where your trips are essentially school run. Yeah. And nipping into town. Yeah, no, yeah, it does. But then equally when you're on the long distance one mm then that's when the diesel yeah. or the pet because they did the diesel one as well yeah and the i mean we did it. test we test drove it for two weeks and the only re and we had to fill it up at the end of those two weeks we would have we would have had to fill it up sooner in our cash guy yeah so it did last longer yeah um but but yeah right okay that's that's the first one second unpopular parenting opinion is this from ian need is not the same as want and fact is not the same as opinion. Facts don't care about your feelings and whether you believe them or not. Oh, it's too much to take in that. Too much. We just, maybe we'll leave that one just to fester a little bit. Have a think about that. I mean, I love the, I love the facts don't care about your feelings. I completely agree. You know, we are a feeling. If if we had fuel, feelings is our fuel. Yeah. Whereas, and actually, we do we do overlook facts about the matter a lot that that question there is one of those like if if my wife charlie ever would have said that to me i would have gone yeah <laughs> at least with you i could be honest and go i i, I can't stand it let's it's go too next. it's too, too much okay this one i thought was interesting also very topical and, and actually was very relevant because yesterday we drove past a house and the house had a, a ukraine flag up right and ted said why has he got a ukraine flag up and i said well he might be ukrainian first thing or he's just showing his support for the ukrainians in the ukrainian war yeah and he said but that doesn't do anything <laughs> whoa is this is this ted's this unpopular ted's parenting pretty, opinion pretty much it was actually from someone called joel but he says this uh changing uh changing your facebook profile picture to add a flag to show the world i'm supporting uh if you want to support then send money goods to the people in need and i and i, I 
you know, the fact that Ted came up with that, I thought that was an interesting, mm. unpopular parenting opinion because it's if he can kind of identify that as oh, it does nothing. Look, it make yeah. might, you might feel a bit better for showing your support, but actually, what are you doing to support? What about if you do both? Great. You know, I haven't put a Ukrainian flag on my Facebook or any of my social media. However, anything that I can do, you know, we, we've done, whether that's via the school where we've given them sleeping bags that we didn't have. We've given them phone chargers. I've given them mm. phones. You know, we've we've been to the supermarket. We bought a load of uh, baby food. We bought a, lot, a load of formula. Um, we've donated. We know we've done everything that we can. And as mm. for as long as it goes on, we will continue to do that. But I'm, and I, that obviously means that I'm supporting it. But I think the issue for me about the social media thing, yes, it's unity. Yes, it's showing your support. But I believe that, that you should be a doer, not mm. just a talker. Yeah. And that's my personal opinion. And it's what's happening is horrific. And that's the point of this, isn't it? The unpopular parenting opinion is that words are not enough. No. Like, just let's just stop talking about stuff and let's just do it. And like, I'm not. I mean, I'm very political. I love talking about politics. I don't sway either way. I like to see good points and bad points on both sides of every argument. Yep. Um, I did notice in Prime Minister's questions this week, can we just get on with like the actual get on with it. things that are really going to matter and change things? We've got a f***ing fuel crisis. We've got like wars happening around mm. us. We've got poverty. We've got unemployment. There's just... The world is going to shit. Yeah. And we're talking about him having a party two years ago. Either stay and let him get on with it or find a way, boot him out, get someone else. Let's just get on with stuff is, my, is the thing. Let's stop, let's stop talking about things. Yeah. And if I'm watching that, if you could sort out some sort of renewable energy so we don't pay through our mm, arse. Please. Or is it nose? That would be really, really appreciated. <laughs> it feels like it's coming out my arse. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Aren't wind turbines oh, don't start. so elegant? <laughs> but are they? I think they are beautiful. I think that if I don't think they should be in sight. I think just shove them away. Mm. No, I'm not. I'm not a big fan of the way they look. No, I th- oh, like windmills. They're just beautiful no, structures. You see, we like spending a lot of time on the Kent coast, and where yeah, we there's go, there's a lot down there. There's, I'm just like, no, off. Yeah, get out of my vision. Yeah, I can see the big clumps of them in the middle of the. Well, just and that's off what the coast it is. Is a bit. I can get that. That's less beautiful. Actually, the ones that are on like are up in, you know, like the Yorkshire Dales or mm. that are up in the countryside. Weirdly enough, I kind of like more. Mm. I th- that's what I mean. I think they're very But not the ones in the sea. <clears throat> oh, jeez. We have meandered around. We really today. have. I mean, we've gone from <laughs> monkey shagging to aren't wind turbines beautiful. Yeah. Wow. That's what you get from this podcast. Maybe that should be the title this week. Mon- there- monkey, hump- <laughs> monkey humping and wind turbines. There it is. <laughs> That's an opening jars. <laughs> and a jar full of content. We'll see. Anyway, thank you very much for tuning in and listening this week. Um, it's really, we, we really enjoyed doing this. So the we fact did. that some people listen is great. Yeah, thanks for that. <laughs> Although even if you didn't, we'd probably still carry on. Yeah. It's peace and quiet away from our family. <laughs> <laughs> this in the toilet is my safe haven. Exactly. <laughs> um, uh, please do rate and review. That really helps us um, download it and, and just, yeah, share it on your social media as well, please. Um, just send people to come and have a listen to uh, my... Um, how was it phrased? Ramblings? No, my brightening voice. Oh, sorry, you're going back. You're still going back to that review, are you? Mate, I'm going to be using that for years to come. 
I apologise for him. Uh, thank you for listening. Have a great week. Goodbye. A Dad's Net original podcast.